Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Good morning to you. I am Jason Kong alongside Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Jason, I'm doing good. Hope you are. Uh, we've made it to December here, Bill, and you know, know. we're uh, in the full throes of Christmas now, aren't we? The year is just flying by, <laughs> and yeah, it, it looked like it was a rush, you know, to get all the Christmas decorations up, and uh, I'm on board with that. Let's, well, let's make that ab- absolutely. Uh, I understand that you had a fairly quiet uh, Thanksgiving. I did. It was uh, it was nice. It was the family. You know, we all just. Uh, it was very intimate, but uh, we would have loved to have had everyone there like usual. But, hey, we'll do that next year. We'll, we'll get back to normal next well, year. Well, you know, our Thanksgiving was much the same. Uh, we had a very, very nice um, time, but it was uh, not our normal, you know, with no uh, extended families uh, at all. Uh, my oldest son, George, uh, George Alexander, and his uh, wife Karen uh, came came over, and uh, George is an Edward Jones advisor, uh, doing very well. Very proud of the boy. Uh, <laughs> but I get to see George and Karen uh, typically at least once a week because we go to lunch frequently and those kinds of things, and we have dinner, uh, uh, you know, relatively often together as well. Um, uh, and uh, my, but my youngest son Thomas, who's finishing up his uh, uh, law school. In fact, he's in his last semester now. He's already finished his first semester, and so Thomas. Uh, and I'm real excited about Thomas coming to join uh, me in my law practice uh, next year, uh, assuming that he graduates and passes the bar exam, which uh, he's actually uh, one of the top students in his class. So I expect that. <laughs> But I'm proud of him, too, and his wife, Jenna. And and they didn't make it for our Thanksgiving feast, but they actually uh, got home um, uh, Thanksgiving evening. And then, of course, uh, like most folks, we had plenty of leftovers, so we had the same meal uh, on Friday that we had on Thursday. So we really sort of had two Thanksgiving uh, but uh, we Nothing had it wrong with that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, typically uh, our normal Thanksgiving includes uh, my siblings and their children. So it's not unusual, uh, at least in a normal time for us to have uh, 14 or 15 people um, uh, for Thanksgiving, which is always so much uh, fun, more fun. Uh, but we still had a wonderful time. Of course, um now it seems like we're having to deal with greater COVID numbers, and I know, I know everyone's just like we are, and that is we're very fatigued from dealing uh, with COVID and not being able to see our friends or go to church or do the things like that that uh, are our normal things because we like to be around people. Well, you know that's a part of being human is being social and. Uh, you know, having to not do that, and of course, Christmas is upon us, and you know it, it. You know, we've got to be so careful. We've got to do our part in trying to stem this COVID um, uh, uh, pandemic. Um, you, you know, I, uh, and that basically means we have to give up our parties, Christmas parties, uh, unfortunately. Um, and it's just so important because, you know, I think how would I feel 
if I were responsible for someone else uh, contracting COVID and even potentially dying. You know, I, it would be very difficult to know uh, that I contributed to someone's death because I wasn't careful. Uh, or I wasn't patient, or <laughs> because I was fatigued and I was tired of doing what we need to do. And the good news is, you know, a vaccine is around the corner. It, it may be a few months away for many of us, but, you know, the, the light is at the end of the tunnel, and we can do this. <laughs> so we just have to stay together as a community and do what's best for ourselves and our families and our community. That's, that's just the way it is. So uh, with that, now, last week I talked about how important it is to have family conversations, particularly this time of year, even if it's over Skype. <laughs> so, um, uh, But the, the fact is, uh, uh, it, it, you know, whether it's Zoom or Skype or whatever we're doing, uh, you know, we still need to make those calls. We need to make those connections. That's really important to folks. Um, you know, as a parent, I'm disappointed if I don't get a call from my children. And so if you're a child out there, you know, take note. <laughs> you need to be calling your parents. Uh, that's important. But, you know, what the, I think it's important for, for us, uh, both parents and child, and it doesn't matter whether our children are 50 years old or 60 years old or whether we're 50 ourselves or 80 ourselves or whatever. It doesn't matter what age. It's still those dynamics are extremely important. But one of the things I want to talk about this morning is, is okay, what if? It's like we recognize that there are some issues. And so, and I think it's important for us as, as seniors, uh, and I hate to use that word, <laughs> uh, but uh, if, if we're having issues that we need to acknowledge and accept, and for the children, if they uh, observe it and they're thinking, oh my, should we do anything? What, what do we do to help? Um, because if you ignore it, it's not going away. It just gets worse. Um, now, first thing, you know, I don't particularly like uh, to, to talk about being a senior at a particular age because all of us age differently. I'll never forget how mad I was when I received my first letter from AARP. Do you know when they send that letter out, Jason? Apparently just too early. You better believe it. When you turn 50 is when, I mean, you know, to me, I felt like I was in the prime of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what? What is, oh gosh, I was so mad. And, and the fact is, is that, you know, AARP is saying, okay, buddy, you're, you're getting old. And it's like, no, I'm not. Uh, so, but I will say that um, you know, and and I I think fifty is way too early to acknowledge that you're slowing down because I don't think most people at fifty are slowing down. I think that really is prime of life. Um, but 
but age to a great degree is attitude. It's also based on health. Some of us age much faster than others. Why? I don't have a clue. But some of us take better care than others. You know, some people eat better. Some people actually exercise. <laughs> we all know we're supposed to. <laughs> but, you know, there's only a small percentage of us who actually do what we're supposed to do. <laughs> so, so um, but the thing about it is, what do you do? Um, and one thing is this. And this is so important to my clients, is that I don't care how old we are. We cherish our independence, and we cherish our control over our own lives. And so even as we do, in fact, get older, and we, and we have to acknowledge things like that, uh, we still want to be in control, and we still want maximum independence. Now, if you don't believe that, uh, ask somebody how hard it is to give up driving. That's like pulling eye teeth. It, you know, it's um, very, very difficult for a senior to basically uh, get to a point where it's like, no, I, I don't want to drive. I'm giving it up. No problem. Uh, that's not the way it, it, that it is. Uh, in fact, for most seniors, they don't give it up until they've come so darn close to a really bad accident. They scared the patooties out of themselves because it's like, well, I guess maybe I should give it up. But the the fact is, is that, okay, so what are some of the norms? Well, uh as you approach the age of 80, okay, um, that's sort of a, a big point for a lot of folks because when you're at age 80, you can't say you're young anymore. <laughs> you can have a young attitude. <laughs> but the doctors will tell us that when we approach 80, our normal aging means that our brain slows down. In other words, we've lost some brain cells, uh, regardless of how good or bad our habits are. We, uh, our ability to process information does, in fact, slow down. That is aging. It's not dementia. <laughs> okay. And sometimes people confuse the two. Um, so, and there are a couple other things that are real important for folks to uh, uh, acknowledge. And I'm talking about the seniors out there, you know, we all, as we get older, uh, for most of us, our eyesight dims, you know, you know, thicker glasses or whatever, uh, and sometimes worse than that. And as any wife will tell you, your our hearing goes bad. <laughs> so, in other words, uh, you, you know, sometimes a hearing aid helps, sometimes it doesn't. But the fact is that that is part of aging, you, you know. And as our eyesight dims and as our hearing gets worse and our brain slows down, those are all bad signs. And, of course, obviously those uh, things are important, and I'm not really talking about driving, although all of three of those things are factors because 
you know, if you can't see as well, you can't hear as well, and your reaction times are slower, then it may be time to give up driving because driving is not easy. And even if you're a safe driver, you have to worry about all of the crazy drivers out there that make your poor driving worse. (laughs) So, you know, okay. So first of all, as seniors, we have to acknowledge when um, things aren't as good as they were a few years ago for us. I mean, we all know as we get older, we can't do as much or as long or as well as we might have been uh, years ago. Now, this is also like age is all, it's not all attitude, but it's certainly part of that. I've had clients who were 90 years old and plus who were just as lucid as they could be and very active and healthy and all that good stuff. But at the same time, most people are not that lucky. (laughs) You know, it's just... Um, that's just the way it is. Now, okay, let's. Uh, part of it is n- n- it shouldn't be an all-or-nothing conversation. It should be. What are those small steps that can be taken over time so that the, the uh, older senior in your, the in your life or yourself? You're comfortable with those small steps because nobody is comfortable with a big change, okay? Uh, Change is not something that we humans uh, embrace. (laughs) So not – you know what I'm saying. So – and I know you're looking at me, so we probably need to take a break. But uh, I want to go into some of the small steps that should be taken as things are going downhill for us. We will get into that conversation about those small steps. Before we take a break here, I do want to remind everyone that Bill has his seminars coming up this Wednesday, December 9th. This Wednesday, December 9th, they are free to attend. It's free to register. Go online to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button. WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button. Bill has two seminars that he's doing. One dealing with long-term care assistance. This has to do with Medicaid and VA benefits and the outrageous costs when it comes to long-term care. There are options for you. You can learn about them for free. Bill's other seminar deals with asset protection and trust planning. Again, these are both free to attend. Some people even choose to attend both on the same day because you can do it from the comfort of your own home as these are in the form of webinars. Go online to WGA Law. Click on the Seminars button or you can call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander and we will be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Find more about him online at WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. That's also where you can register for his seminars coming up this Wednesday, Wednesday, December 9th. Be sure to register online for free if you want to attend. Bill, we're talking about uh, changes in family members as we age and small steps that we can take when we begin to notice these signs. Well, absolutely. And uh, frankly, it's helpful 
if um, the senior who, I mean, we have to acknowledge that as we get older, we, we do have uh, issues that we, we, in other words, we don't do as well as we did years earlier. And so it's really helpful if we can ask for help. And that doesn't mean ask for the kids to come in and take over. That's new. That's not what we're looking for. What we want to do is take small steps, but to the degree that we can actually say, you know, it would be really nice if you could look over my shoulder for a few things, because I'm not giving it up. You know, I am simply asking for a little bit of assistance. Um, uh, it's easier on the children if we have that acknowledgement. Now, it it does uh, presume, and this is really important, that we have someone that we have absolute trust in, and that and that oftentimes is a spouse. It's oftentimes one of the children, sometimes more than one. Um, but it's not necessarily anybody and everybody because there are an awful lot of folks, including our children, who are not necessarily trustworthy of our absolute trust. That does that, in other words, they're not worthy of it. Uh, <laughs> so, and we have to acknowledge, even if we love our children, who is absolutely trustworthy and those who may not be quite where we would like them to be. Um, and that can be difficult as parents because it's really not necessarily about treating everybody equally, at least until our death. Um, so, uh, so what can we ask help for? Well, the first thing is uh, just simply looking over our shoulder. In, in other words, would you mind um, looking at my bank statements every month? You know, to, as uh, folks get older, and part of this is how can we avoid scams, you know? And, and uh, the two biggest items that the professionals tell us as how to avoid scams uh, is, is to, well, number one, freeze our credit. And that doesn't—freezing our credit does not mean that we, we cannot keep the credit we have— nor does it mean that we can't uh, turn our credit back on for the purposes of applying for a new card or a, 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 you know credit for a, a car loan or something along those lines. And then you can turn it right back off. But when you freeze your credit, then the ability of others to open an account in your name without your knowledge is extremely limited. So it's very helpful. And then the next step is to have someone who is trustworthy review your bank account uh, every month to make sure there's no uh, 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 extraordinary charge or uh, reduction in your account that, that you don't know about. Um, so those two things are extremely important. It's also helpful if you can go over uh, in advance your budget with your trusted person, and I'm just going to assume it's one of your children, uh, but um, now, if you don't have a budget, don't <laughs> – if you don't have one, create one before they come over so, so they think you have a budget. And so the fact is, is that you need to be able to say, these are the bills that need to be paid every month, and I want you to make sure that I haven't missed a payment and that they each get paid. 
And uh, if you have limited income, it's really important to prioritize those bills. What are the bills that have to be paid no matter what? And then those that are discretionary. And for, for you to know that and to be able to go over that with your children can be extremely important to you as well as to them. Now, for all the engineers out there who are, are basically saying, of course we've done this, you know, but you have to understand that not everybody's an engineer or a CPA and that there are an awful lot of folks that just get by from week to week or month to month. And so it's these are the kind of things that can be so uh, Im- important uh, to folks. Now, what if – now, you also have to understand that there are professionals out there that can help us as our aging gets worse. Uh, for some, uh, if if we don't have a child to help us get the bills paid and things like that, there are professionals out there who actually – do that, you know, who will who will basically make sure your bills get paid each month and that things are taken care of, and they can review your bank statement. So if you don't have that trusted child or if you uh, just don't want them uh, peeking into your bank account, you know, sometimes it's better to hire a professional. Another professional that that's out there, and, and these folks are very reasonably priced, is what's in, called an independent life care manager. Those are folks who are very familiar with with the the difficulties of aging, so they can be your your friend and your advocate, and they can actually come in and, in some ways, help you far more than a physician can in terms of what your actual needs are. Uh, whether you actually need some assistance uh, where somebody needs to come into your home and help you with things or how to organize your home or uh, how to things that you can change about your home fairly inexpensively um, that makes your home safer and where you can stay in your home longer. You know, those are the kinds of things that can be helpful. And you don't do all this at once. It's small steps. And and truthfully, if you take small steps. Now, this is true whether you're on the young side or the old side. You know, if you're on the young side, it's not a matter of, Dad, you're losing it. I need to come in here and take over everything. That's when you get turned away because that's not a small step. That's a giant leap, and that does not work. Okay, Just try it and see if I'm right. So the fact is it's like, can I help you do some of this stuff? Can I just review your bank statement each month to make sure that everything is right about it and that, you know, things are, are good? You know, another thing that, seniors need to be careful about is don't deal in cash you know because in in other words if you use a credit card or a debit card make sure it's paid every month but if you're used to dealing in cash stop that that that's really not a good way to do business uh, because the truth is, if you ever need government assistance, then cash is a negative. They will treat that as gifts and when they're not gifts. And so you, uh, in order to protect yourself, not dealing in cash is something that is extremely helpful. Even if you've done it every week of your life, you know, you've gone to the bank and got $100 just so you go 
you know, that a fast food restaurants or have a little cash for this or that, stop it. You can, I mean, there's not anybody out there that doesn't take a credit card anymore. And credit cards are actually can be your friend as long as you pay it off every month. So uh, now I know I've gone on too long and there's a lot of other things we need to cover this morning. But those are some of the things that are so important to both the young and the old as we start losing it. (laughs) Well, taking things slow and making those small steps, I think, is definitely the right approach because it allows you to gradually ramp up and make make sure that things are um you know fair to those who might be losing a little bit of that control bill that we talked about that's so important and that independence that we love to have i want to remind everyone that bill's seminars are coming up this wednesday december 9th be sure to register online for free at wgalaw.com if you haven't attended before. Again, it's free to register, free to attend. Just go to wgalaw.com. Click on the seminars button. You have two seminars that you can choose from. You can attend the first one, which has to do with long-term care assistance. This has to do with VA benefits and Medicaid and access to funds that you're probably entitled to. There's a lot of misinformation out there that... Uh, makes you think that you got to be dirt poor to be on Medicaid when you're dealing with a long-term care situation. And that is not the case. Learn from Bill. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button. And don't forget, Bill has an additional seminar that deals with asset protection and trust planning. You can learn about some of the concepts that we're going to be talking about later on in the program. Be sure to go to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000, 7,000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. And we'll be back right after this. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Bill, we're having a wonderful conversation here about family dynamics and conversations that we need to have with our families and you know, at, at some point as we age, a little bit of a loss of independence or control is going to happen. And as we discussed in the last segment, taking things in small steps is the key because you don't want to uh, upset the apple cart. You know, I, I know I would be in that situation pretty frustrated if I completely lost all my independence. So taking these small steps is key. And I know you wanted to go over some more of those small steps. Well, one of the things that helps seniors stay in control and stay in Um, stay independent for a longer period of time, which is important to us, is having the right legal documents. Now, um, you know, for those out there who have not had legal documents done uh, at all, duh, now's the time to get them. You know, it's the kind of thing that you shouldn't be 75 years old and never have done uh, uh, legal documents. I mean, you're you're really uh, skinning the... the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your teeth at that point. So, but if you have not had documents done or redone in the last uh, 10 to 20 years or more, you really need to have your documents reviewed and updated. I mean, it's, it, you know, if the last time you did documents were when your kids were young and they're now 35 to 40 years old, you need to have your documents redone. And it's important. Um, and that this sounds very self-serving, but it's important that you have an attorney 
who does estate planning. And it's even better if you have an elder law attorney help you with your documents. Now, when you're young, do you need an elder law attorney? No, you don't. Uh, But as you get older, the quality of your documents are so important. And and you're not going to get the kind of advice you need from an attorney who doesn't specialize in uh, issues that seniors face. And that's why elder law is so important to folks. You're not going to get the kind of, you can't do it self-service. You can't do it online. Yes, it might only cost you 50 bucks, but you get what you pay for. And then when you have a problem, you're not going to have documents that are helpful to you. In fact, they can actually harm you if you don't have the right documents. Those folks who try to create their own documents for themselves, more often than not, they they create huge problems for their families, um, uh, and it costs the family far more in terms of resolving things, uh, if if their documents work at all, they almost always create litigation and problems within the family. Uh, in ter- we right now we're dealing with one where um, uh, there's a Corvette involved, and the question is who gets it. Well, if the if the documents are done properly, you wouldn't have that issue. And now the question is, does you know do the Folks who should, you know, there's two different people who might get the Corvette. Well, uh, the fact is it might cost them $5,000 or more just to have the court determine who actually gets it properly. And the executor sitting in the middle not knowing, you know, which way is right. And the executor has the responsibility for determining that. And no matter what they do, they're going to be mad. But it's all because the documents weren't good. And that you can't have. Now, for seen, and now let's say that you've had your documents done just a year or two ago and you had a lawyer do it. Not an elder lawyer, but just a lawyer, local lawyer. And you have a nice will and you have health care documents. Oftentimes when I review those documents, everything is perfectly fine except one document. And that's the advanced general durable power of attorney. And you can't, I mean, I preach this, but so many folks, oh, I've got a power of attorney. And everybody thinks that if you have any kind of power of attorney, you've got one that works. And the fact is not true. Seniors need, if you have a trustworthy person, such as a spouse or a child, that you can depend on, giving them extraordinary powers can keep you independent and in control far longer because it allows you to do asset protection planning later. And that's what's so important. So asset protection, and even if you have very little, for a lot of folks who don't have a whole lot, asset protection is even more important because they want to protect what little they've got. And of course, as as your estate grows and you actually have a significant legacy for your children and grandchildren, it becomes important to you too. So, and there are different ways of skinning that cat, but all of us want to have enough money for ourselves during our lifetime, take care of our spouse, and then and then leave our whatever we have left. And for some folks, that's significant, and for others, it's less so. But it's still important to us that our property is distributed the way we want it. 
and you got to have good documents for that. But for asset protection, staying in control and staying independent, it's that advanced general durable power of attorney. So if you didn't have an elder law attorney help you with that, make sure that at least that one document is reviewed and redone. And if you're a child and your parents are being stubborn about not spending the money to get it done, then you offer to pay for it to get it done because there's nothing more important than having the right documents as you get older. Making sure that you're getting the right advice is also key. If you need to see an elder law attorney, get a hold of Bill. Schedule an appointment to see him. Go to WGALaw.com. There you can schedule an appointment. You can also register for this Wednesday's seminars if you haven't already. You can do that by going to WGALaw.com and clicking on the seminars button. Bill has two seminars that are happening this Wednesday, December 9th, one dealing with long-term care assistance and the other dealing with asset protection and trust planning. You want to learn some more about the topics that we just discussed. This is a free way to do it and you can do it from the comfort of your own home as these are in the form of webinars. All you need is a device with an internet connection and an email address and you're good to go. WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button. It is free to register. You can also call 919-256-7000. Taking a quick break, we'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Asset Protection Today, that's the subject that we're on right now, dealing with asset protection as we get older, as we age. There's extra planning that we need to do and small steps that we can take to make sure that uh, we still have our independence and control over what we want, Bill. And we've gone over some of the asset protection uh, steps that we can take, and I, I know there's even more. Absolutely, and, and asset protection for seniors is a very important issue, and it should be, okay? So, uh, but, you know, I had uh, clients that came in, husband and wife, and uh, the their goal was we want to make sure that we're protected, that, you know, we, we'll do whatever we have to do. And one of the things that folks need to recognize is that the cornerstone of asset protection is actually having good liability insurance. But um, even if you have good liability insurance and you have a good umbrella policy, you typically do have some holes in there, and that's okay. But in this particular case, and this is not uncommon, virtually everything that these folks owned were already protected. They weren't in any kind of trust, but a lot of folks need to understand that there's property that you can own. It's likely that you do have property that's already asset protected. Isn't that great? Okay, so what am I talking about? Well, first of all, they had a home, uh, and the home was owned by husband and wife, and that's called tenants by the entirety. Well, your home, when it's owned that way, in North Carolina, this is not necessarily true in other states, but states that have entirety laws like we do, if you own your home like that while you're married and while both of you are alive, 
your home is protected from a creditor who might get a judgment against either one of you individually. Uh, And there's also some additional homeowner protection as well uh, for your primary residence. So that's important for folks to know. And it's also important to know in North Carolina, North Carolina's real conservative state as it relates to land and home and land ownership. It's really hard for a, a, a claimant to get a judgment against a homeowner in North Carolina um, because of that. In fact, um, a good example is most of us have read about these decks at the beach that have collapsed when you had 20 people on them. Uh, Well, the bottom line is the claimants have not been successful in those lawsuits because, like I said, the laws in North Carolina are very pro-landowner, homeowner. Um, You know, about the only lawsuits that are really successful are those Uh, For instance, if you were to have a swimming pool without proper safety precautions, such as a fence, um, those are the kind of things when a young child, you know, finds his or her way to the swimming pool and drowns, then yes, you're going to have liability for something like that if you have not put up those protections. But that's an important thing. Now, what else is there? Well, This family also had a fairly large retirement account. Well, in North Carolina, any kind of retirement account is a protected asset. Creditors can't take it away. And it doesn't matter whether it's a 401k, a 403b, a federal thrift savings plan, an IRA, a Roth IRA, um, traditional. uh, They're all protected. Life insurance is another protected asset that most folks have. So, and this family actually didn't have much more than that. So oftentimes, just having good liability insurance, and of course what we did was we made sure that their vehicles, which is their most common area for, for liability for seniors, was had maximum liability insurance protection, and the vehicles were not owned together. They were owned separately, one for the husband, one for the wife. That's very important for asset protection planning. It is very important. And if you want more details on that, Bill has an episode of his podcast series, Asset Protection Today podcast, that you can learn all about that. There's a whole episode dedicated to car insurance and how to make sure that everything is titled. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the listen button, and there you can find Bill's podcast. You can also register for the seminars coming up this Wednesday. December 9th. Bill has two seminars dealing with uh, long-term care assistance and the other dealing with asset protection and trust planning. It's free to register, free to attend. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Don't forget, there's still time to register for this Wednesday's seminars. Go online to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button. It's free to register, free to attend. This is information that Bill provides dealing with long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits. These are 
uh, subjects that are very hard to navigate and getting information from an extremely knowledgeable source, Bill Alexander is the way to go because you don't have to pay for it. It's free to attend. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button. Bill, we're talking about uh, family conversations and spotting warning signs as we're getting older and steps that we need to take to make sure that uh, we're in the best situation. For those families with far more resources, that's where limited liability companies, LLCs, come into play, and some, and oftentimes trusts can be extremely helpful in uh, creating a really good asset protection plan. Uh, and if not for yourself, because a lot of seniors really are not big risk takers anyway, uh, and liability insurance is about all they need. Um, then you can create an asset protection plan for your children and grandchildren, and that's what an awful lot of folks do. Now, I want to finish up by talking about the fact that this year, seniors uh, do not, under the CARES Act, do not have to take IRA distributions. But I would tell you that most seniors should, in fact, take their IRA distribution if if they're at an age where they have minimum required distributions, at a minimum, they should be taking that distribution even though they don't need to. Why? Because if they don't take it next year, they have to double up and take two distributions, both years' distributions next year. Well, that doesn't help most seniors. In fact, sometimes it puts you into a higher tax bracket. Now, I also want to mention, and I try to counsel my clients on the fact, and this is not something that most financial advisors will tell you, is that for many seniors, you really should take more out of your IRA than minimum distributions. Now, if you have a savings nest egg, Uh, then sometimes you should take it out of your traditional IRA and convert it to a Roth IRA. Uh, And the only limitation with a Roth once you've converted it, even if you're 75 years old or 80 years old and converting, is the fact that you can't get the earnings from your Roth for five years. But you can get your principal back, and that's what any time that you need it without any tax because a Roth grows tax-free and it pays out tax-free once you've uh, converted a traditional to Roth. But the fact is there are other factors as to why you should take more, and it's because many seniors are at zero tax or 10% tax or 12% tax. And a married couple can is only at 12% up to $80,000. Well, if you can get your IRA out at 12% or less, that's a no-brainer. And then you can convert it to a Roth if you don't need it for other purposes. But the point is, keeping it in a traditional IRA just so you pay no tax is not necessarily a very good idea. The trick is to get it out of that traditional IRA at the lowest possible tax rate. And if you're at 12% or below, that is fantastic. And that's basically at $80,000 for a married couple. And you have to realize, if, a, if one spouse dies, the fact is, is that the survivor has half the tax bracket. So instead of 80000 it's 40000 and half of the duc- deductions. And so instead of 27000 in a standard deduction, you have half of that. And so a large IRA can basically give the surviving spouse a higher tax rate, up to 24% based on the current tax rate. So 
taking IRA distributions is something that you should consider taking more than what your minimums are. That's great advice, Bill. And that's the uh, difference in advice that you get when you have an expert elder law attorney. Get a hold of Bill if that situation applies to you. Go to WGALaw.com. There you can schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also register for the seminars happening this Wednesday, December 9th. Be sure to register if either of the subjects applies to you, and those deal with long-term care assistance, dealing with Medicaid and VA benefits, two situations that are very hard to navigate. Get some expert advice. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button. The other seminar has to do with uh, asset protection and trust planning. A lot of the subjects that we discussed today, Bill has an entire seminar dedicated to this, and it's free to register, free to attend. WGALaw.com is the place to go. All you do is just click on the Seminars button. If you prefer to call, you can call 919-256-7000. We hope to see you on Wednesday at the Seminars, but until then, be sure to join us next week. Thank you for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a great weekend.